Welcome to Interior Design Today with your host, Mary Nackstadt. It isn't just what we can see, but it's what we can hear. One of the most important things that we all appreciate is a good conversation, one in which we truly understand what the other person is saying and what is really meant by their conversation. And this takes in many components. We do need to be able to hear what they are saying. And then, of course, if we are fortunate enough to be in the same room with them, we're interested in their body language and just how they respond with their overall persona. But what I find to be a major issue in almost every interior space that I see or am privileged to be in is that so often we are not considering acoustics. It isn't just in the theater to be able to hear the wonderful symphony or the great theatrical production, but it's also a question of sitting in a restaurant and being able to hear what is being said by the others at your table and frankly not being able to hear what is at the next table because I'm really not interested in that. I would like to be privileged to our conversation, not the rest of the group. I think it is the responsibility of everyone, whether you're doing a family room or whether you're doing an office, a restaurant, or any space where you expect some method of communication. After all, even in our offices such as this one today, we're looking at what works with this piece of equipment because there are some types of environments in which it's really destructive. It destroys every bit of sound that's coming from the people that are speaking. In a residence, we seriously want to hear what we want to hear, and we don't want to hear what we don't want to hear. Often, when families are very young, parents are very sensitive to hearing what is happening in the nursery, and they'll mic it so that they can be sitting in their family room or in their kitchen or in their bedroom and be totally aware if the child is in any form of problem or distress. But as the children grow older, and they tend to make a lot more noise, then we reach the position where it's wonderful that you're taking those drumming lessons, but thank you, I really would not prefer to hear this for quite so many hours per day. Or, we appreciate that you like the television program or the video, but I've heard it 9,000 times, thank you, and I don't need to hear it one more time. So as we develop with children's aging, or in a sense as we share our spaces with other adults, we all have things which are for us and not for the rest of the group. And I think this is critical that we understand this, because after all, this is part of our living. We want to share some things, and other things are really just for our use when we want them. And in turn, this is part of designing interiors. Let's look at the acoustical aspects. We have seen wonderful designs of open entrance areas up into the bedroom area and families turn on the television in the family room and the children can hear it just as well in their bedrooms as you can downstairs in the family room. 
not an appropriate design if this facility or this home is being shared by people of various interests and age, and again, multiple people. If there's one or two in the house, it may not be a problem, but when you start getting into more than that, it is a major consideration. I was interested in a conversation today where someone said in a restaurant that it's so noisy, I'm really disturbed by this, and of course they had a bit of a hearing problem. And you know, they said, oh, they should put acoustical tile on the ceiling. And I'm like, well, that would help some. But the reality is we need acoustical absorbing material closer to the level where our voices are being used, which means if you're seated, your voice area is somewhere between three and five feet, not a 10 feet. So for the sound to get up there and to come back, it really is reverberating and causing a lot of other issues that we don't necessarily want or need. So as you look at what I wanna hear and what I don't wanna hear, consider that we know a lot about acoustical control, whether it's broadcasting or whether it's blocking. We know how to encourage the right volume or discourage. We have wonderful materials today that don't necessarily look weird or strange, but are very decorative and appropriate that can be incorporated into any type of space to make that space more comfortable. So when you're looking at the design of your space, it's not just the spacing of furniture or the materials, but it's also looking at how is this space going to work for us. And acoustics need to be one of those key elements that you incorporate. I'm amazed at the people that really don't think about it until the space is finished, but it's something that needs to be considered from the very beginning. Oh yes, we can improve spaces that have problems, but it's so easy to prevent them from the very beginning. So as you look at your design, consider the acoustics as one of the key elements. If you have any questions or you'd like to speak to Mary, please send us an email at interiordesigntoday at aol.com. Thanks for listening.